Welcome to the Liberated Latina Podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought-after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. Fun turn of events. I'm engaged. Woo! If you haven't seen over on Instagram, I shared a reel with the actual footage from the proposal, the moment where it happened. <laughs> and I'm very excited. If you've been around for a while, you know that me and Danny have been together for 10 years. So this is a very exciting time for us as a couple, but also just with our families and our friends and all of that. And you all have been so supportive and excited for us on the socials and on Voxer and email. So thank you all so much. And with everything, right, there's always some unexpected lessons, things that are revealed to me through every everything that happens to us in life. But especially after getting engaged, there were some key lessons that have already come up over the past like week and a half of being engaged that I wanted to share with all of you. They definitely have connections to lessons that can be applied to our businesses. Before we get into that, I have a really exciting community announcement. So the podcast is going to be changing a little bit for the better. I have been thinking up ways to have continuous live interaction with all of you, be able to gather as a community, and also be able to record that content for the podcast. And historically, I've done the podcast recordings offline, and then I've done live trainings in the Facebook group. But over the past year or so, it just felt like too much to spread myself across doing live trainings every week in a Facebook group and also doing podcasts and also doing my normal content. And if you remember, we were doing the live monthly Sisterhood and Somatics Mastermind calls, and those were so amazing. And... Those calls have been closed up because something else is coming along that will be talked about in future episodes. But all of that to say, I have been looking for a way to innovate so that we can have amazing podcast content going out that you all can catch up on and tap into and also having continuous ways to come together as a community. So starting, I'm feeling like next month will be the month where you will be able to come and experience the podcast being recorded live in a Zoom room. And part of the benefit of coming in and being part of the live podcast recordings is that you will be able to submit a question for coaching and we will be able to coach live. The idea is that we will be able to deliver the content but we will also have that one-on-one -on -one live community engagement and I'll also be able to meet you in person. We'll be able to give you support in anything that you might need. I'm really excited about that because oftentimes whatever questions that we have or whatever we are struggling with behind the scenes is something that so many people 
are also struggling with or also trying to navigate. And I think this is going to be a really powerful way for us to come together as a community and be able to deliver really relevant, high value content on the podcast. So that will be coming out next month. If you want to make sure that you are in and are able to get first dibs on coming into those live Zoom rooms, coming into the live podcast recordings, then go ahead and follow me on Instagram at the Liberated Latina. You can also send me a DM on there and I can make sure you're on the email list so that you get first dibs on signing up for those podcast recordings. So that's the first exciting announcement that I'm very much looking forward to. The second thing is I received a DM last week or two weeks ago and somebody had been reintroduced to the podcast so they hadn't listened in a while and they were asking if I still do human design readings. Yes, I still do human design readings. Those links are always in the description of each of these podcast episodes that you're listening to. And my readings are a little unique. So it's not necessarily meant to be like a general human design reading. It's more so with the lens of how do we decode the the most important elements of your design to be able to help you in being more potent in your marketing being able to attract the opportunities and the clients that you're wanting to attract and being able to be an effective communicator through your content. So it's really about taking your human design and we do go through the fundamentals. We of course will cover your energy type and your strategy, your authority, um, your signature, which is basically the, the sign that you're living in alignment, what it's like when you're not living in alignment. We go through all the fundamentals. So if you're like, I know nothing about human design, don't worry. But the intention of the rest of the reading, when we go through your gates, when we go through your channels, when we go through um, your incarnation cross, all of that is to pick out the most important elements of what you can use in your marketing to be even more effective, even more magnetic, even more potent. So if you are interested in that, the links are always in the description, as I said. And with that, you get five days of Voxer Q&A with me. So it's a private access where you're able to ask me questions for five business days after our readings because in my opinion the real power of knowing your design is being able to implement it and starting to see the effects and the results of taking that and applying it to your business applying it to anything that you want to launch to your offers all of that that's where the real magic is so I like to make sure that I'm with you in the implementation process as well and wait until you see the price it is incredible. <laughs> it is such an incredible offer that I'm very excited to deliver. So go ahead and get your readings in. I do a very limited amount of those every month. So make sure that you are, if you are interested, you get in on that calendar. And let's dive into the content for today, shall we? So let me give you like a little story time because I know when we talk about proposals and engagements, we're always so interested in like, how did it happen? And did you know? And like, were you surprised? So we had been talking about it, obviously, we had been together for 10 years, right? We've been talking about it more seriously for, I would say the past two and a half years or so. And it's just been crazy. <laughs> this world has been crazy for the past two and a half years. In my family, there have been a lot of major changes, a lot of big losses, even in just the last year. 
And even in my career, I was making a lot of different shifts over the past three years or so going from consulting and opening my own business and trying to navigate all of that. And he he was going through some changes as well. He was going through some career changes and making some shifts. So I kind of knew it was coming, but I didn't quite know when. And there were certain conversations that we had had that made me feel like I would definitely know like there were certain signs that I was like if this happens or if this happens or if this happens I'll know for sure that he's gonna propose so beginning of this year I was telling him about you know how how much we had we had gone through the past two years um obviously with the big loss of my family end of last year November of last year And I was like, I feel like we need to get away and like really get away, like get out of the state and focus on just being together. Like we need a vacation where it's just us two. We're in a completely new environment, like just experiencing new things together. And he was like, yeah, I absolutely agree. So one of the things that has been on my bucket list is to go to Nantucket. I have wanted to go to Cape Cod and Nantucket for years now. It's been on my Pinterest board. It's made it onto my vision boards the past like three years. I've just really wanted to go. It seems like such a picturesque fairy tale type of place. And also in the back of my mind, I've always kind of thought that I would want to get married there because we've always said we want a very intimate wedding, like 50 people or less. And we want to do destination wedding. So that has always been in the back of my mind. And I was like, man, it would be so great to take a trip together this year. And if it could be Nantucket, that would be even better. So the thing that I've learned being with Danny, and I have a feeling a lot of you will maybe have a similar practice with your partners. But with Danny, I have to kind of seed the idea. And I know that when I first introduce the idea he might be like oh I don't know we'll see and then it'll go through his processing system (laughs) and then like maybe two weeks from then he'll be like oh I have this idea we joke about it but it's kind of how things go so we were in the car and I had mentioned to him hey uh why don't we consider going to Nantucket this year and I was kind of waiting for his usual response of, yeah, we'll see. We have to look at schedules and we have to budget it out. And so I was kind of like waiting for all of that. And all of a sudden he kind of pauses for maybe 10 seconds and goes, okay, that sounds like a good idea. We'll, we'll plan it. We'll, we'll look at timeframes and, uh, and we'll plan it. That was the first, I don't want to say I was automatically assuming he was going to propose on this trip. But that was the first time that I was like, huh, that's new. (laughs) That's, that's different. Flash forward in the year, everything's booked. Two weeks before we leave, my grandmother passes away. This was the last grandparent that I had living. And this was a grandparent that I was named after. And it was, it was a big shock. She, I wasn't, I, I won't say that she was in the best of health, but we weren't expecting her to go that soon so that was a big shock and Danny was asking me you know should we cancel this trip should we move it and ultimately as hard as it is when you experience loss to want to just cancel everything ultimately we were just like there's nothing else to be done like nothing's going to bring her back essentially so we 
go to Cape Cod. And the first day was kind of a long day because we landed and we drove the hour and change to Cape Cod from Boston. And we're walking around and we had a couple of different sites that we wanted to see. So my big thing was I wanted to see the sea lions. (laughs) I call them the puppers of the sea. I wanted to see the sea lions. So we went to uh, Chatham Fish Market for lobster rolls and the fishermen were coming back in. So the sea lions were kind of circling that pier area waiting for their treats. So I saw so many sea lions. I have to post like a proper trip recap on Instagram. Like in addition to the proposal, there are also some other great moments and, and content that I captured. So... I was super happy because I saw the sea lions. We had amazing lobster rolls, the most amazing lobster I have ever had. My mouth waters just thinking about it. And we went to kind of like downtown Chatham area in Cape Cod. And this little main street is literally like Stars Hollow. It is so cute. It is so quaint. So we're walking around and I'm like, okay, like, do you want to go into this tavern? Because the tavern was popping. Let me tell you, the tavern had a bunch of people in it. People were drinking. People were taking shots. It was rowdy in there. That's usually not our scene, but I was like, hey, we're on vacation. I was like, do you want to go into the tavern? Y'all, Danny was not speaking. Like, my man was mute. I would look at him and be like, do you want to go in there? Um, I don't know. And he would just kind of like stare off into space. Like, okay, he's not thrilled. So we'd walk down. I'm like, hey, do you want to go in there? Do you want to get a drink over there? He's like in orbit. He's, he's, his eyes are glazed over. He's looking around. I don't know where he's at. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So I remember thinking like, what is up with him? So I was like, hey, like, are you, are you happy? Are you having fun? Like, are you, is everything okay? And he would just tell me, yeah, I'm just overwhelmed that we're here. I'm just so overwhelmed that we're here. We've always wanted to come here. And I'm just so overwhelmed that we're here. Okay, like, I get that. (laughs) But my dude, I can't have you silent this entire trip. Like, I need you. I need you to be here with me. So we finally decide to grab a drink. We sat at this really cute restaurant outside. There was live music. And I was looking at him and I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's like something broke him like he is so quiet and he is so just staring off into space and that's just not that's not him so I remember I was like okay whatever like maybe he's just exhausted from traveling we were up really early it's been a long day he drove us here and whatever so we get back to the bed and breakfast that night as I was showering I was like maybe maybe He's acting weird because something's up. And as I was going to sleep, I remember like talking myself through. I was almost coaching myself like, okay, don't have high expectations because this is still an amazing trip. But as I was falling asleep, I was telling myself, if it doesn't happen tomorrow, if he doesn't propose tomorrow, it's not happening. Sorry, back up. (laughs) Can you tell that I haven't like fully prepared notes for this? I have notes for the for the lessons, but not for the story time. So his big thing, starting from like four days before we left, was he wanted to see the sunrise. Y'all, I love Danny, but he is not the first person to say that he wants to see the sunrise. Usually when we stay at the beach or when we stay 
in any nice area where I know we're facing east and we're going to see the sunrise, I'm the one that's like, we should get up. We should see the sunrise. And usually I have video evidence of me up seeing the sunrise and him sleeping. <laughs> so I thought it was weird that he was like, you know, I really want to see the sunrise while we're there. So I thought that was a little suspect. As we were getting ready to go to bed that first day, that first night, he was looking on Google to see the best places to watch the sunrise. And I was like, okay, it's a little suspect. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, if he was really proposing with how Danny is, that he is so, he's very much like, what's the plan? I need to have the plan. I need the breakdown of the plan. Like if we're going with the flow, what time does the flow start? Like that whole trending audio that was on tiktok like that's very much him i'm like no nah, we'll figure it out and he's like no i need to know what we're doing a week in advance the whole itinerary so i thought for sure if this man was proposing he would have a plan and he would be drill sergeanting me to make sure we're out at a certain time and that just wasn't his vibe so i remember going to sleep but i still had this gut feeling of like it might happen why wouldn't he do it here? This is like the most romantic, cute little place. But as I was falling asleep, I was like, listen, if it doesn't happen tomorrow, it's not happening. And if it doesn't happen, it's okay. I'm not going to be mad. I'm still going to enjoy the trip. So we get up and we kind of fell asleep longer than we needed to. So the sunrise was happening at 626, which my lucky number is 26. My family's lucky number is 26. So that was... That was angel coded, but we were on the road driving about 20 minutes to watch the sunrise at like six, it was like 6.30 around there. And we find as we're driving to the lighthouse, which is where he was telling me that there's, there was going to be a great sunrise at the lighthouse. We found this little beach access type of thing. It was kind of like on a side of a road, but all there was, was a bench. There was this kind of bay-like beach access with sailboats out and the sunrise was coming up behind the trees. So we pull over and he's like, hey, let's let's take some pictures here. Like, let's, this is a nice place to watch the sunrise and there's a bench and all that. And I'm like, okay. I was like, are you sure you don't want to go to the lighthouse? I'm sure that's really beautiful. And he's like, no, we'll stay here. And I was like, okay, <laughs> interesting. So we get out and you can see the video, it's on Instagram, but I'm taking pictures and I'm taking video and I'm like, yeah, it's great. Let's, let's go to the lighthouse. And he's like, no, let's, let's take a photo of us together here. And then of course he props up his phone. He sets the video up. We take a picture. And then as I step away, he pulls me back and he proposes and it was beautiful. And the ring is beautiful. It's exactly what, it's actually better. It's better than what I would have hoped for dreamed of or ever asked for and of course i'm crying i barely could say yes i'm pretty sure i didn't say yes i just nodded yes because the woman was too stunned to speak and it was just a beautiful day we were calling all our friends and our family and we went to a local winery after we had breakfast <laughs> after many hours we didn't go out like 7 a.m and it was just fun we drove to provincetown it was amazing. And then Friday, we went to Nantucket, which was a dream. I would definitely love to get married in Nantucket. So anyway, all of this to say, now starting the actual lessons, the first thing that I've been thinking about 
Because going back to where I was the night before, and then after the proposal, he started telling me eight months worth of stories, of conversations, of effort, of planning, all these different things. And it really made me realize that for eight months, I had no idea that one of the most important and beautiful days of my life was all being worked out for me and was all being planned. And literally everybody knew but me. And it just affirmed to me that even though I had my doubts, because like I said, I had certain criteria that I was like, if he's not acting this way, if this hasn't been done, if this hasn't happened, then he's not proposing. And I thought that I knew it all. Like, I thought that I would for sure know when it was happening because I thought that I knew the exact criteria of what would let me know that that was happening. And all of that was thrown out the window. And for eight months, there were all these different people and all these different pieces because he completely custom made the ring with a jeweler that made my sister-in-law's ring. And there was like so many things being worked out that I had no idea of. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> it's kind of funny because I think it was like May, no, it was before that, maybe March or April, I sat him down and had a conversation of like, what's timing? Like, what's the timing? What are you thinking for our next phase? Like, <laughs> basically like, <laughs> how long, how much more are we waiting type of thing? And he was already making the ring. Like, he had already contacted the jeweler. I think they had already picked a stone. Like, <laughs> he was deep into the process and he had to kind of pretend like he didn't know. But I wanted to share that with you because I know for so many of us, especially in business, we think that we know exactly what's happening and what's not happening for us. Because we look around and we're like, no, these are the circumstances and this is how this person's acting and... If I were to create this result, this is how it would happen. But the truth is we don't know. And they, we live in a world where what we see and perceive is just a fraction of the truth. And there are other worlds that are working for your benefit and for your favor and for your enjoyment. And especially when it comes to the mission that drives us in business, there are so many bigger forces that are working in your favor that you might not even feel right now because we get so deep into fear and we get so sure of ourselves that we think we know so much. <laughs> and it's just not the whole truth. And funny enough, the day before we left on the trip, usually trips are a trigger for me because I'll start going into like, all the things that I haven't done yet. And I, I've, I've lived in this paradigm before where I've had to earn rest and I've had to earn vacation and I've had to earn fun. And I, I've made strides out of that. But usually trips, vacations triggers that. And what I heard God tell me loud and clear before we left on this trip, the night before we left on this trip, God said, your only job is to receive this. And of course, I didn't know what was going to be in store. But I heard him say, your only job is to receive this. Your only job is to receive this. It made me further affirm the belief that a huge part of our growth is receiving. Because again, we, 
we try to control, we try to manipulate, and we try to guess what's around the corner. But the truth is we have no idea. There's no way that we could perceive that. And it's actually not our job to perceive that. Our job is to receive what's here and to receive from moment to moment to moment. Because like I said, there's whole, there are whole other worlds that are working in our favor, whether we see it or not. Even if I think back to months before, I would have had no idea. Like I had no idea that when I would go shower at my house, Danny was sitting on the couch with my mom telling, telling her about the ring and telling her about where they were in the process and that he was being sent molds of like, I just, I had no idea that all of that was happening. And I thought I knew so much. So that's the first lesson. Don't think you know it all. Don't think that what you perceive is the full picture of what's happening in your life and for your life and for your mission right now. And go to bed tonight knowing that no matter how impossible it seems, actually, the more impossible it seems, the more real it is. There are whole different worlds. There are whole other universes and greater forces that are working in your favor right now. And your job isn't to claw to know what that is. Your job is just to receive that knowing and feel how you would show up tomorrow differently if you knew that there were whole other worlds conspiring in your benefit to lead you to your next glory moment. The next lesson that I wanted to talk about is around timing. And timing truly is divine. And to take it a step further, timing is so divinely personal. Timing is something that is between you and God, not you and others. I can't tell you the, the amount of times that I have, we have, received so much shade from people because as soon as somebody hears that we've been together for six years, eight years, ten years, they're like, well, what's the holdup? Like, what are you guys waiting for? And now that we've been engaged or after we got engaged, as the news started making its rounds, I even made a joke about it on my personal Instagram when I made the announcement, when I posted about it. The caption was, I said yes, everyone else said it's about time. <laughs> and I make jokes about it, but we have been receiving comments like that, like, wow, what's taking so long? And even after we shared the news, a big reaction was like, well, it's about time. And it's fine. Like, I take it in, in humor. Like, I get it. Ten years is a long time. But when I think about the greater lesson here and how easy it is, even in business for us who maybe you've been in business for two years, four years, six years, and you feel like you should be further along or you should have gotten to X, you know, X amount of money or you should have impacted these many people already. Like whatever it is, it's so easy to feed into that collective anxiety of you should be further along or why isn't it happening yet? Why are you still there? Why aren't you at this next milestone yet? And what's taking you so long? There's such a big narrative that's always kind of looking at where you are and saying, well, why aren't you over there? And there's also this collective anxiety, especially around big life events like engagements and getting married and having kids and then having your second kid and then maybe having a third kid. There's so much of this collective anxiety of like, just just do it already. Like, just just get there already. Just have the kid already. There's like this big anxiety. And I think that 
we've we've become a culture that has been so resistant to the fact that timing is divine and timing is personal and timing is between you and your greater force it's not between you and society or you and your mom or you and your grandparents and it's so easy it would have been so easy to just make our decisions based on what our family wanted and believe me it was painful to come down from that high of being proposed to and thinking about you know specifically two family members especially my grandma that had just passed away two weeks ago and her big thing of course like any latina hispanic grandparent she just wanted to see me get married and her big thing was always when are you going to get married and when are you going to get married so she would have been so overjoyed at the news of the engagement and believe me like it's it's easy to kind of feel that oh my gosh it was just two weeks away she couldn't wait two weeks or this couldn't have happened earlier so i believe me i understand the guilt that comes with that first generation or second generation american pressure to to go through these milestones so that the people that gave you that opportunity can see it i get it and at the end of the day as much as we feel a responsibility and an obligation to our ancestors and our family our biggest obligation is to fulfilling the timing and to fulfilling the greater mission on our life that has been set upon our life by a greater force god your creator your universe your angels your spirit guides whoever it is that you kind of report to as far as your spiritual team that's who we hold ultimate responsibility to and the thing that I'm most proud of, and we actually spoke about this, Danny and I, is that this moment wasn't in response to pressure. This moment was in response to a mutual understanding that this was just a step that we were willing to take. And here's a second layer of this lesson. As soon as we got engaged, what do you think happened? <laughs> The questions, literally, I love my mom, but that night I was like, do you have a date yet? When are you getting married? And everyone's just like, okay, when are you getting married? When's the date? When, when is this happening? And I understand it's so well-intentioned and like people are excited and I totally get that. And there are so many things happening going into the beginning of next year that need our attention that have gone to the back burner. And we want to dive into that. We have a marathon at the beginning of next year. So we're taking our time with that. And essentially what I really wanted to present for all of us as a community to consider or to just be reminded of again, because I, I know we all kind of know this, but timing is not anybody else's. And when you feel that pressure or when you feel that rush and that anxiety to just get there already or just be at that next stage or be in that next relationship or be at that next milestone consider why is it because you feel like you have to report to somebody else's timing of what is appropriate is it because you're feeling like your source your creator is pushing you is calling you forward is calling you to grow to step forward to take a leap of faith is it your own anxiety because you feel like you need that next step in order for you to feel better about yourself? Like, I think we really have to be more intentional with what we do and what we rush because rushing has its own cost. 
when we got engaged, I realized that if we had rushed it, it wouldn't have been that moment. It wouldn't have been Cape Cod. It wouldn't have been our little beach on the side of the road. It wouldn't be that ring that, it, God, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> and that moment was because we let our own pacing and our own timing dictated and other people may say you're crazy i would never like 10 years is too long or or maybe you you're not ready yet you know you guys are still young you don't own property whatever everybody has their own opinions about where you need to be and when but summarizing all of this again I'm just excited to be talking to you all. So I'm yapping a little bit in this episode, but I'm just really, I've been wanting to chat with y'all about this. Timing is divine. It's between you and God and nobody else. I guess if it's about a relationship, it's between you, your partner and God. It's dictated by God. And timing is personal because it's a reflection of your own unique life path and your own unique assignment on your life. And when you're bringing in somebody else in terms of a relationship, there's two different life paths that are happening. So don't rush. Rushing has its own cost that many people don't talk about. And it feels so much better to let divine timing run its course and to develop instead the inner insight to know when is it time to press on the, on the gas? When is it time to pump the brakes? Your body knows. And the true intel is when we can use our inner knowing to guide us versus letting the external pressures force us forward. And the last lesson that I will try to be brief with, because I know this episode is getting a little long, the last lesson has to do with actual milestones, actual moments, and celebrating those milestones. And what this whole engagement phase and the whole engagement trip, like I was in such a high of course right when that moment happened and as I was kind of balancing out my emotional state coming back home and just getting back into life I was reminded that those moments are so fleeting like the most important moments the most transformational pivotal moments of our life something like an engagement that may actually in in the actual moment may only be about a minute long two minutes long or you know for those of you that are mothers like the the moment your child is born it happens in an instant things happen in an instant and yet we wait for those instances to feel that influx of joy of of abundance of happiness of fulfillment of celebration And I was reminded that it's not really in those instances that we should reserve our big emotions. And even as the the days have gone on, and of course, right, everyone's really excited the day of, the day after, and then things start to kind of fizzle out. People are busy, they're in their lives. And I've been reminded that it's actually our job to bring in the element of celebration and not let it be something that we deprive ourselves of for those small instances 
slash it's not something that we should leave in the hands of other people. It's kind of nuanced, but I've realized that life has been so much sweeter being in the energy of celebration. Life and business has been so much sweeter and things have been flowing much smoother, actually, <laughs> in all sense of the word. As I'm writing this energy of love and gratitude and celebration, and it's like that moment just re-burst my heart open after a really hard year of feeling like I've, I've been really deep in grief and loss. And that's still been happening because especially with big moments like that, it's natural to feel the loss of people that are not around to text or call or um, celebrate with. But life has just been so much sweeter in this rose-colored glasses type of energy of love and, and celebration and excitement. And it's just so much better. And, and it's reminded me that it really is a crime for us to withhold that emotion for the big moments. And naturally, those big moments are going to have an added dose of gratitude, love, joy, celebration, fulfillment, whatever it is, glee, bliss, all of it. Those instances are going to have naturally higher levels of it. But being able to remind myself every day that I, I can celebrate myself, I can celebrate the relationship that I have. We can celebrate our relationship every freaking day. We can love where we're at and we can celebrate the milestones that we have already created. Like we get to create a milestone every single day in our life and riding the wave of love and of bliss and of joy just like if you were celebrating one of the most pivotal moments of your life is what makes life so sweet because we actually are in a pivotal moment of our life every single moment. It's pivotal because we don't know what's coming next. So as you come out of this episode today, I would love for you to take on that little challenge, that mini challenge of what can I celebrate today? How can I infuse the energy of celebration into my day today? And just keep that going for as long as you can. And it could be so small. It could just be to smile for 20 seconds. <laughs> it could be to watch a really funny video and just let yourself belly laugh. It could be to... FaceTime a friend that you haven't talked to in a while and have like a little champagne with them over FaceTime and, and just infuse the energy of celebration. Or it could be to treat yourself to a really beautiful breakfast or wear uh, a really fancy outfit that feels celebratory in nature. I don't know. Go crazy with it. But I promise you it makes such a difference in the energy of our day. It brings such an energy to what we do and what we can create. And I'm excited to bring this energy forward because I'm going to need it when we do decide to start wedding planning. Just the thought of it stresses me out. So it's a reminder for me to bring this energy of celebration and love and gratitude forward into that. And Thank you all so much for joining me on this very chatty type of podcast episode today. 
let's chat over on Instagram at the Liberated Latina. Take a screenshot of this episode. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know what really spoke to you about this episode. Share it with your peeps so we can add to the family and also get on the email list so that you can be part of the live podcast recordings when that begins next month. It's going to be good. I'm so excited. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Hey, amiga. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'd love to feature your review live on the air on the next episode. Yes. All you got to do is head on over to iTunes, drop a review, and let me know what you're most enjoying about the podcast. También, be sure to subscribe to get first word when a fresh episode drops. Your support means so much to me, and I can't wait to share more with you on the next episode. See you then.